Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay folks, I just wanted to lament about a couple of meetings that I had on the schedule today, and that I continue to have on the schedule today. Uh, generally, due to the pandemic, uh, meetings were held virtually, and there, there still is that option, but a majority of the people now are going in person. And I had a local uh, Chamber of Commerce meeting this afternoon. Uh, it was a lunch meeting, so that was uh, certainly a benefit uh, to have lunch with friends. But, you know, I there was time travel. You know, again, I say time travel. It was, you know, 15 minutes with traffic. Uh, you know what I mean? So it wasn't too bad. But, you know, you, you kind of have to plan out your day accordingly. And now I have to travel uh, 30 minutes, uh, whopping 30 minutes uh, north to attend a, um, a credit union meeting uh, and that kind of uh, has to consume some time but there's also a meal with, with, with that as well so I can't really complain these meetings uh, come with food which is a good thing uh, my wife is more happy than I am she doesn't have to prepare anything for me uh, so last night I listened to Jim Rohn God rest his soul, the late, great Jim Rohn. And I listened to How to Be a Millionaire by his mentor, Earl Schof. And it was recorded in 1962. And the words you heard from him then apply just as well today. In a certain respect, it's like um, the Bible, you know. The Bible is so... um, uh, it, it's so, uh, I forget the word here, but, um, you know, it, it implies the same thing that it did 2,000 years ago. Uh, and that is very, very, um, it's a, a good thing to see. I, I, apparently I'm, <laughs> I'm struggling for, for words today. But maybe that's a good thing. I'll speak less, right? So that speech that he gave, Earl Schof, uh, really was, uh, and incidentally, I have a copy, a hand copy of the transcript uh, that I've been reading. Uh, And there's just some great points uh, from a mindset standpoint, how we can turn ourselves to really become... Uh, more successful than we are now Uh, you know and you know your goals need to be specific you know down to the color uh, say of the car and and the year model all all those things and what does it have for interior features we need to be very descriptive and when we do that we put it away. We don't keep pulling it out and looking at it and saying, okay, when am I going to get this car? How am I going to get this car? No, you just put it away. Similar to planting a seed. You plant the seed, you don't 
dig it up in a week to see how it's growing. You know, that's foolish, as most people would say to you. And it would be, because you'd be doing more harm than good. And the same thing with uh, your uh, reality goal, so to speak. So that's just a tip of the iceberg that he gave. And he said also, you don't just plant one seed, you plant several, many, hundreds. You know, we should have ten goals, things that we want, relationships, uh, wealth, um, health. Those, you know, we can come up probably with, with 50, you know, right right there, you know, for sure. So that was refreshing to read because what that does is it re- not only rejuvenates us, but it sh- mind sh- gives us a mind shift of the fact that everything that we want is in fact possible. And we just need to go at it. And we just need to do our work and do it well and do it plentiful. Um, you know, it comes out of my mouth very easy, but you know, it, it doesn't necessarily transform into that that easily uh, as well. And I think that's part of doing this podcast is not only for your benefit and what I've experienced and what I come across, but for my benefit to to listen to it and to listen to myself speak to say, "Geez, you're telling them." that this is how things should be done, well, you better start doing it that way. So it kind of can hold me accountable, if you will. And Matthew Hardy, excuse me, Matthew Hardy, Matthew Kelly, it's Darren Hardy, but Matthew Kelly um, had a quote that said, Comfort is a beautiful servant, but an ugly master. And, And it's very true in the sense that we can't be complacent. It's nice to take a rest here and there to get a good night's sleep, but don't let that be our driving force. It's comfort. No, no. That's when it gets an ugly head, so to speak. Um, anyone with two tunics should share with him who has none. So... I said, well, great, I'm not sharing mine because I don't have any, so I don't have to share any tunics. But it is a great quote, you know what I mean? Share with others what they don't have and what you have in surplus, you know? And and, and that's, that's in word as well as action. So, you know, just understand that, you know? You know if someone needs to be picked up emotionally hey how you doing i love the shoes hey how's it going nice sweater you know whatever it may be not even acknowledged but the sad seed was planted and that's what i think a lot of these uh speakers are getting at that you know that helps our mind shift to a a a positive well uh way And Jim Rohn, you know, he said, you can't hire someone to do your push-ups and sit-ups for you. You know, and how true is that? You can't hire someone to do your exercise. No, exercising. 
you know although I'd wish sometimes there was a way but you know we fight through those days other days are easier but just just know that you know they're still getting down in the trenches so to speak you kind of still need to roll up your sweet sleeves and work at it uh, who you become in life is much more important than what you get out of it and I sent that text to my son who needed to hear it but the fact that I received no response he didn't want to hear it and there's a healthy balance there you know you can't pump personal development into somebody that's not ready for it whether it be religion uh, making money you know being a better you it, it, it all is the same and the only way I can get through to my son is to be a better dad and not a dad that's always berating or or pointing out flaws you know so that's an important note for myself especially so what you become attracts if you are cynical you attract cynicism if you are loving you attract love you know any behavior works you just need to become conscious of it you know hate will attract hate believe me just look at social media you know people will gravitate towards something that they hate or are angry with you know and it needs to be and, and again religious groups as well sometimes they come across hateful which is contrary to what they're supposed to be all about you know um, you know and then that's you know even hating your enemy you know Jesus says we should love our enemies you know don't have to like them but we must love them you know so just keep that under your hat uh, as well and I also heard an interesting quote um, by a, an individual I don't know who it was uh, it was on part of the uh, YouTube video with Jim Rohn but success is like having the combination of the lock you know it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman young or old healthy or unhealthy you put the combination in it, it's gonna open you know the, the idea here is we need to get the combination to the lock to success and it's out there but also understand the combination to success for me may be different for you you know it's gotta it's gotta be what works for you you know mourning a death of a loved one can be different for everybody you know and we have to respect and understand that you know so 
to attract attractive people, we must become attractive. We, we must have an aura, so to speak. I'm not saying we have to get plastic surgery, but we need to, personality-wise, be more attractive. You know, to attract friendly people, you must be friendly. To find committed people, you must yourself be committed. It's, it's as, simple, as simple as that. And there's really um, no easier explanation. But sometimes we get sucked into the black hole of negativity. And, and that's part of our, you know, I guess, humanity. You know, and evolution. We were, our brains were designed uh, to survive, not to be happy. You know, it's the survival mode. That's why a car accident on a busy freeway is going to cause gridlock, whereas a sunset that's beautiful on that same busy interstate it's not going to cause nearly as much traffic now again uh, there, there are the naysayers and well geez the traffic took up two lanes you know and there was only three lanes yeah yes I understand all that you know but once it's cleared sometimes there still is the rubbernecking of checking out what's going on look at the damage of that car uh, you get you get the point but yes there are there's always going to be an exception to any particular rule and I always seem to be that kind of guy like well geez what about this you know I found the exception you know what I mean it nothing nothing really is extreme you know and 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 um, you know um, foolproof if you if you will but the, it helps to get the premise you know it, it certainly does um, and this same guy also gave an equation e plus R equals O. And those are events. Those events plus our response equals our outcome. How you react to an event is going to ultimately it's going to have an outcome positively or negatively and I was that pregnant pause that I had there I was kind of thinking about when I got fired in October of 2019 you know the, the company that fired me was strictly looking at it from a dollars and cents standpoint and they're saying well geez you know this guy had a couple big cancellations his bipolar hospitalized him the past two years you know we got to cut our losses uh, and you know naturally my wife and my friends and family looked at it much much differently you know and well geez if this guy had a heart attack you know I mean and then was having continual heart problems you know it'd be a, a different situation altogether mental health's invisible 
But I guess I didn't really look at it that way. You know, I looked at it the fact that, hey, it's not what happened to me. It's, it's how I respond. And the better you respond, the less um, vile uh, you, you, you are, the better off you'll become. You know, you can't, you know, I wave to, like I said, I've said this a number of times, I wave to oncoming traffic and residential roadways all the time. I, I can't pull a wave away from, from someone that I, I don't like. I'm waving to everybody, including my ex-boss that was walking by when I was walking the dog last year. You know, I didn't hold any grudge. Um, you know, granted there was a, a settlement in my favor, but, you know, um, it certainly didn't put me on easy street I thought I was going to be retiring from this business and, and owning an agency but you can't look at the what ifs you know? Um, you know moving forward I feel so much more blessed especially when I put my self in the hands of God not to rest but to be directed in a certain respect God's not a puppeteer gives us free will and lets us, you know, decide what we want to do. But if we put our trust in him, it's like a, a parent, you know. If, you, if, if the kid puts trust in the parent, it makes the relationship better, but also the child grows to be a better person, you know. It's just like it's who you become in life, not what you get out of life. You know, the the uh, society, society in general will have you believe otherwise. You know what I mean? Get what you can. Move as fast as you can. Darren Hardy today said, your most important competency, you know. He said, we're living in a more social economy where transparent communication authenticity and social proof are the key values so in other words he's saying listen your IQ intelligence is far less important now than your EQ intelligence your emotional intelligence you know relationship building is valued more now than intellectual intelligence that it was in, in prior years you know, emotional competence outweighs technical and cognitive skill. It truly does. You know, and you might be able to be more productive by being a great guy at work than a guy that just knows, you know, the skill and that's it. You know, and you can't even, he's socially inept. Uh, I'm not saying those people aren't worthy. I'm just saying that you can become more valuable in the marketplace, as Jim Rohn would say, with emotional intelligence. And awareness is the first step, step to correction. To improve our EQ, our emotional intelligence, we first must find out if we're being a jerk at work, <laughs> so to speak, or a jerk at home, you know? or a jerk to ourself you know we need to do a 360 degree 
check of ourselves. So, that will do it, folks. I hope you retained some of it. If not, go back and, and get it again, because this is good stuff. I will be checking in with you soon. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you later.